The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. I'm glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday morning. We're going to skip the formalities. I, I'm thinking about just kind of pitching those out. You guys watching, you you know what they are. Um and you guys who are listening by Red State Talk Radio, if you want to join the video feed, just go to SonsLibertyMedia.com. You can scroll right there on the right and jump onto YouTube, and you can you can catch that live while we're uh, streaming here. Uh, we're across all kinds of social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, you know, the regular things. With that said, I kind of want to get into some of this um, stuff that's going on yesterday. We had a report out, obviously, that uh, the former White House advisor, Steve Bannon, was arrested. And um, so was Brian Colfidge, a triple amputee veteran. And, you know, this is kind of, um, I don't know, it's kind of close to me. I mean, Brian and I had had several interviews on radio. And our the website that I was with, the uh, Freedom Outpost as well as Sons of Liberty, we were <clears throat> in a network of websites. And Brian was in that, that network. And I can just tell you, I'm not going to go into detail about things, why I'm not really even surprised about some of this, but there are just, there are certain actions that were taken, certain things that were said and behaviors that I just, you know, when I saw, in fact, last year, when this whole, we build the wall thing started, I, I actually thought this is actually a good thing that the people are doing themselves without government. They're doing it themselves. I think that's a great thing. I think it was a great um, you know, a statement to the government, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. You're not doing it. You've been promising this for decades. And here's the, here's, let me, let me just throw this caveat in here. I don't think we need to be spending billions of dollars on a wall. How about we start saving billions of dollars by not giving out welfare to corporations, to bankers, or to Native Americans or illegals? I'm not, and when I say Native Americans, I'm talking about those of us who are American citizens. I'm not an immigrant, folks. I'm not. Somewhere back in my family line they were, but I'm not. Let's cut all that off. We'll cut the fat out of government. That's what Donald Trump said he was going to do, right? Remember that? He said he was going to cut the fat out. He promised that. Let's cut that out. 
And I'll guarantee you, you'll see a lot of the problems diminish from that. Now, you're going to have some because people are on welfare and they're going to have to do certain things. But fact of the matter is, there's these arrests that come. Now, is the timing questionable? Yes. Is where it's coming from questionable? Yes. Is what is alleged to have happened questionable? Yes, but for those of us who kind of watch things on the other side that other people don't see, not so much. I'll bet Wayne Dupree has some things to say about this, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into the details about that, um, but there's enough there to where it's questionable. And I want to show you just a couple of things, okay? Just a few things. This is the Build the Wall website. Your donations have a direct impact. Well, apparently, if the indictment is to be believed, they do impact on people's wallets. So much so that here you can, it's not just about donating now. It's about marketing. See, because We Build the Wall was a crowdfunder. It was supposed to be done by the people, right? I Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Matthew. It is, this, <laughs> anyway, here's the marketing now. Because you know what happened with We Build the Wall? When they started to gain a little bit of traction, when they got to 1 million and then 2 million, I told Bradley, and Bradley will tell you this, this was more than a year ago. I said, you watch what happens. They're going to turn this into a business. You're not going to take in money hand over fist from Americans who think they're doing something American and they're contributing to this by tens of millions of dollars and just say, oh, every penny is going to go to the wall. I mean, because that's what you guys were promised when you were first donating. And then it came about, there was the thing that went out and said, if you donated, we'll be happy to send your donation back. Well, nobody's going to say, nobody's going to say no to that. They donated to an idea. They, they donated to a cause here. So tens of millions of dollars have come in. <clears throat> and from what I see, not much is coming in in donations anymore. So what have they got? Well, I didn't even open this up. But uh, they have what they call the, the buy a brick deal, okay? And uh, this is what this is, all right? So um, let's see if we can get this guy. I, I don't think the video is long. Yes, 30 Hi, seconds. I'm Brian Colfage, president of We Build the Wall, the viral GoFundMe campaign that raised $20 million in 20 days last December. We've just completed the first round of these bricks that everyone purchased with their donations. It's only possible that we can build these walls with your donations and your help. Uh, go check out our website at webuildthewall.us. That's webuildthewall.us. Go there today. Go to WeBuildTheWall.us. $100. You can have a brick. You're not going to last forever, but your brick will. All right. uh, Well, (laughs) your brick won't last forever either, folks. Just just letting you know. It's not going to last forever either. Um, But there you have it. $100 gets your name on a brick in the wall. This is the marketing strategy. Okay? Now, you heard what he said. Over $20 million, I think it was almost $21 million in 20 days. 20 days, okay? Now, according to We Build the Wall, when you go to their site, since that 20 days back in uh, 2019, I forget the specific day, um, and you remember, they I mean, it was pretty amazing what they did in a weekend. I think it was right before Memorial Day or something like that. They, they, they threw up, you know, pretty good section, little section of, of wall there. 
Here's what We Build the Wall says. They have raised $25 million. So basically, they raised since, in 20 days, they raised over $20 million. And over a year, they've raised four. Okay? And that's what, this is why they're having the buy a brick thing. There's a lot of money to be involved in here. Now, it gets a little more interesting. Okay? It gets a little more interesting. And look, you can see some of the people of what they said. Donald Trump Jr. was behind it. <clears throat> um, uh, what's the chick? In, in this girl, uh, uh, well, here's Corey Landowski. All, both, all these guys are tied with Trump. Uh, speaking of the, this chick, Kimberly Guilfoy. Isn't she Donald Trump Jr.'s, you know, something, significant other or something? Here, all of them have all these great things to say about what was going on. And look, I confess, I was impressed with what they're doing. Okay, and as you go down in the website, you'll find out this. This is the first section of wall that was done before and after. And according to the website, this isn't me, you know, making something up. This is what the website itself itself says. Our first completed border wall project was built in Sunland Park, New Mexico, just outside of El Paso, Texas, on June the 3rd, 2019. So they already had money before June. I See, I was thinking this happened in the spring uh, where they were raising all the money. It stretches just under a mile and has stopped 100% of illegal crossings. Well, that's the claim. I don't know that to be true or not true. I, I, I just don't know. Uh, but that's what they're claiming. And from what I understand, I can at least come behind Colfudge and company to say this was private land. This is a, a concern that I've had about the wall being built. This is private land that the people said it's okay for you to build that on. And that's fine. That's their land. If they want to let these guys come in and do it, fine. I have no problem with that. Okay. The property owner is an 85-year-old Vietnam veteran fighter pilot who was forced to live in fear every single day on his property. Over 100 illegal aliens crossed onto his land each day in the first half of 2019. Well, folks, if he lives in fear and you've got people trespassing like this and nobody's doing anything about it, um, yeah, this is why the Second Amendment exists. Do you understand? And I'm not just talking about the guns. I'm talking about the militia. We've talked about this. Over and over and over and over. When are people going to bring the militia into the, the Second Amendment? It isn't just about your gun rights. It's about the fact that the people should be forming militias, constitutional militias, to enforce the law, to repel invasions, to put down insurrections. You see what I'm talking about, about the law, folks? That's the Constitution. It's also part of what the Bible teaches about a militia. Okay? And that's what we stick to here. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers denied him a wall. Denied him a wall. A veteran. They said it was impossible to build a wall up Mount Cristo Ray, where his property was located. They also stated the mountain was a natural barrier. Come on. It's a mountain, for goodness sake. That's not a natural barrier. Not in, not in the sense of what's stopping these people. They're coming right over. And yes, I understand that there can be natural barriers. I get that. So, they brought the solution. Uh, Use some of the money, okay? Built about half a mile, I think, maybe just a little over, whatever, of wall. Half a mile, okay? Then they have 
a second. And they give you all this stuff that they did, steel and concrete and um, all of this kind of stuff, excavation, everything that they did. And then they started a second project that they would complete. The second project, our second border wall project is three point. And listen, all of this is actual new wall. Okay. This isn't rebuild wall like Donald Trump has done for miles and miles and miles, not new wall. Uh, Donald Trump has built a lot. He's built some new wall, but it's very small. It's a very small, uh, insignificant number compared to what's there. Okay. Just so you understand, a lot of that is rebuilds. Okay. Or replacements. The second border wall project is three and a half miles in length and built in Mission, Texas, which is in the lower Rio Grande uh, Valley. Construction of the wall finished near the end of January 2020. This is the first ever border barrier in the state of Texas that is actually built within feet of the border instead of miles inland like the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has been doing for decades. Yeah, sadly, being a conservative, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just reading the chat sometimes, and I just I throw out my thoughts. Um, the location is a hotbed for illegal drug activity and cartels smuggling human cargo. During the initial days on the property, two deceased bodies were discovered, and we did many major Border Patrol busts on the property itself. One included a high-speed chase where the cartel smuggler evaded border agents and crashed his vehicle into the Rio Grande River and swam back to Mexico. What well, guys, if you want to deal with... Uh, see, I don't want to get off topic, but if you want to deal with the drug smuggling, how about stopping the war on drugs? Well, how does that stop that, Tim? Well, stop letting the federal government determine that anything that you grow in your state is somehow illegal and they have a right to come in and bust you. Well, you just want people to be potheads. No, I don't. I want the federal government to stay within the confines of the Constitution. And I'm telling you right now, if somebody grows a marijuana plant on their property and they are treating themselves or they're just getting high in their house or whatever, they need to repent if that's all they're doing. But the fact of the matter is, it's a plant God made. Is the federal government holier than God? And when you do this, you create a black market, and guess what? who's going to get in on it? Everybody and their brother who is criminal is going to go right into that, and you've got this coming in the Mexican cartels because there's money to be made. You cut that war off, and look, it isn't just about that. It's about violating your rights. How many of you guys have seen the no-knock raids over alleged drugs that don't even exist in people's houses and people being killed or threatened or their kids having guns pointed at their heads? You wonder why we're putting all these... Uh, police officer stories where they're crim- they're acting criminally, where they're violating the law. This is why they're held to the law too. Well, we want our men in blue to go home safe. Well, I want them to go home safe too. But I want the people of the of the um, United States to be safe as well. And nobody thinks about them. Well, we got to look out for our men in blue. Well, what about the family they just went into the wrong house on because of whatever? We got this couple down in Texas. The guy was a veteran. Him and his wife murdered right there by a team, a SWAT team, because one of their members lied on the affidavit. Well, Tim, that doesn't happen everywhere. Really? Are you guys not paying attention to the news? 
Look, I'm not pushing the Black Lives Matter or, you know, I'm anti-cop in the sense that I hate cops and think I don't think they ought to. I don't think they ought to be killed. I'm not a supporter of any cop. It's murder when you do those things unless you're defending yourself, okay? And I'm all for that. If you got a tyrannical cop coming at you and he's going to try to kill you, yeah, I think you ought to kill him. Or at least shoot. Try to stop him. Okay? I think that's the natural response when somebody is trying to take your life unlawfully. But for some of these people who are targeting in the streets and saying, kill the whiteies, kill the cops. No. You're promoting murder. That's completely different than self-defense. All right? I'm off topic. Sorry. Back to the we build the wall here. The project was spearheaded by Fisher Industries, and We Build the Wall was a passive investor into the $40 million project. Now, this is amazing to me. This is a $40 million project, okay? Three and a half miles. We had a half a mile one and you know that we talked about first. It didn't say how much that one cost. It says, the project goes to show... You, how we build the walls movement to unite Americans who share a common belief in border security has grown into a larger movement of privatized wall builders. Well, here's the problem. Again, here comes the problem for those thinking about a wall. And I'm not necessarily against a wall. Okay, so don't don't take me that I'm just against a wall. But what I'm saying is, why do you need a wall when you're doing things to allure the illegals in? When you're doing things that allure the drug traffickers across our border? Huh? Well, we got to stop them. Well, why don't you stop with the stupid policies and pretended law that encourage that? Nowhere in our Constitution does it say that you can take money from one American and give it to another American or an illegal or a foreigner who's here legally. Where does it say that, folks? Please, article, section, and clause. You can call me, 215-TALK-TALK, 215-867-8255. You've been promised this by conservatives over and over and over. And, and by the way, you've been promised it by Democrats in years past. With nothing. Nothing. And yet, whose liberty is on the line in all of this? Whose liberty is coming up on all this, folks? You guys in the big cities getting curfew sh- shut down because of lawless people. I'll tell you. Yes, they are, Stephen. That's why I say, I'm not saying a wall is unbiblical. I'm not saying it's unlawful. What I'm saying is, putting a wall in place and keeping the same kind of pretended legislation, unlawfulness, of stealing from one American to give to somebody else, would be a a bigger problem solver than a wall. Cutting off the war on drugs would be a bigger problem solver than a a, a wall. That's all I'm saying. Okay? course walls are biblical can point to you several passages uh, especially in the old testament about where the king was repentant and he began to rebuild a wall Uh, we see that the people of israel were sent out of babylon and they began to build the city and the wall they this is where spurgeon got his famous um, title for his paper that he put out called the sword in the trial where the people would fight with one hand against those who wanted to stop them from building the wall and with the other hand they got their trial and they're laying the, uh, the the they're laying the brick for the wall, so I'm I'm not against walls. That's what I said at the first. What I'm saying is we keep putting band aids on things instead of getting to the solution and the root problem. If you've got a rotten tree, 
and it isn't producing any fruit on it, do you hack at the branches or do you cut it down and put another tree up? Well, you cut it at the root, right? You dig it up. You got a, a we, we have a, a little vineyard out the side of my house here. If it's not producing grapes, what do you do? Do you just keep trimming it up a year after year after year, hoping it's going to produce grapes? Or do you dig it up and put something down that's going to produce some fruit? Well, that's what you do. Same thing here. If it's not working, you need to look at why it's not working. And it has nothing to do necessarily with a wall. Okay? It has to do with unlawful confiscation of your money to give to somebody else. And it has to do with an unlawful, unauthorized war on drugs from the federal government. And I'm glad to see states saying, I'm not going to listen to that. I, you know, a lot of their ideology really is terrible. Don't get me wrong. California, Colorado, stuff like that. I get it. And yet, on those issues, they're, they're exactly right to just say, look, we're not going to make a plant illegal. Okay, we're just not going to do it. All right. So this is, this is what uh, Colfage and Company had done. Brian himself had made a promise. He had said, My name is Brian Colfage. I'm a triple amputee war veteran and founder of We Build the Wall, which was born from the viral GoFundMe that raised millions of dollars for the wall. I take the security of the American people very seriously, which is how I found myself, which is how I find myself building wall on the southern border. If you are sick and tired of watching politicians in both parties obstructing President Trump's plan to build a wall on a southern border, southern border, then you've come to the right place. We the people are coming together to build a second. Now, look, um, Trump seemed to indicate support for this and then at times not because, of course, Trump believes this is an issue for federal government to do. And, um, and yet here this comes. Now, when I made mention of this, um, it, this wasn't very long ago, I don't think. I think it was towards the first of the year into last year. Uh, this, came, this subject came up again. And a friend of mine said, well, you know that Steve Bannon is, you know, Brian's not making any money off this LLC, which is what he turned this into. First, it was a crowdfunder. Then he made it into a a corporation, LLC. Okay. And he says, we're going to continue the same thing. Here's going to be the board members, da, 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 da. And you've got a list of those people there, I think somewhere on the website, because I, I think they put that on there. In any case, Steve Bannon was the one paying him. Now, I knew this. I don't know. It might have been a year ago, but at least since the first of this year. Okay? And I wondered, well, okay, maybe Steve Bannon's paying him as PR. He's a PR guy for Trump administration. whatever. Because you have to understand, and I'm not going to give out a lot of information, but you have to understand what Facebook did to Brian. Brian was pumping a lot of money into Facebook. And as a result of that, he was making money hand over fist off his site. Which I got to tell you, this is just my opinion. I stopped going to the site because the people over there were great writers, but whoever's putting the titles on them, you never, they never, I never saw any delivery of what the title said with what was in it. That's just me. And I saw other people, including Wayne Dupree, who called that out and they called it clickbait. Okay. Uh, That was going on at his site. And, you know, I, again, personally, I like Brian. I've had another interaction with him that I'm not going to tell you about that was very private between me and him, and he took it to the guys that we, that we worked with. 
And I didn't like that at all. It, was, it wasn't how friends are supposed to treat one another. That's just my, that's my perspective. And no, I'm not sore about it. It's just that's something that happened. Okay, it is something that happened. Now, what we find out, though, is that these guys, it takes a certain amount of money um, to build a section of wall. And I thought this was the particular uh, piece that I was looking for. Let me give you this from the uh, from the indictment. This comes from azcentral.com. Colfitz covertly took more than $350,000 in funds that had been donated to We Build the Wall for his personal use, while Bannon pocketed more than $1 million from the donated money, according to the indictment. As evidence, prosecutors presented text messages between Colfidge, Bannon, and the other two accused co-conspirators discussing payments the four men had arranged in a secret agreement to avoid public scrutiny. Well, guys, haven't you learned from Peter Strzok and Lisa Page you don't do stuff with, with this? I mean, if you know what? I'm not a criminal, but I've learned enough to know this. <laughs> if you're going to be dealing with, I don't know, um, almost a million and a half dollars that you're going to swindle the American people out of, okay? And that's what this is. Make no mistake. This is this is what this claim is. It's called it's swindling them out of it. If you're going to do that, you go have a conversation out in the woods somewhere and you whisper it. Seriously, you go have a conversation away from it. You don't use a phone. You don't take a phone. You don't take any electronics with you. You go have a conversation out in the woods. Away from everything and everybody. I mean, I'm smart enough to even know that. Now, let's just text it. We didn't learn anything from Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. We'll just text that stuff. Come on, man. Come on. According to the uh, indictment, and AZ Central here is evidence, prosecutors presented text messages between Colfitz, Bannon, to the two other people, <clears throat> excuse me, discussing payments the four men had arranged in a secret agreement to avoid public scrutiny. Colfidge, in particular, would receive $100,000 up front and $20,000 each month thereafter. Twenty grand. Hello, Brian. <laughs> Remember me? Remember me? The guy who's making like, I don't know, $4,000 a month with a family of 10, wife and 10 kids. Remember me? And some of you are probably going, well, Tim, remember me? I'm only making $2,000. Look, guys, I know. Both of us are considered poverty level in the face of the government. To do so, the four men routed monthly payments through the nonprofit and another shell company. Follow that? This isn't about just we build the wall. So, yeah, I get it. The timing is weird and all this other stuff. And yet, the four men routed monthly payments through a shell company falsifying invoices and vendor agreements to cover their tracks, according to the indictment. The four men used the money on a range of personal expenses, including, among other things, travel, hotels, consumer goods, and personal credit card debts. The indictment said that in October 2019, Colfidge and the three other men learned they could be under investigation and stopped some of the payments or took steps to further conceal their actions, including the use of encrypted messaging apps. Well, fellas, 
again. That's <laughs> what the woods are for, guys. <sighs> Following the grand jury's indictment, the law enforcement arrested Colfidge on Thursday at his Florida home. Steve Bannon uh, was also arrested, and the news broke. And then there's these other two guys as well. Now, again, some people say, oh, well, you know, this is the same place that's doing this and that, and they're going after these different things. I talked with my friend about that. And he said, this is the same place. He says, I just quit. I said, I get that. I really do. I understand that. And I don't doubt there's some kind of bias here. Don't get me wrong. But that doesn't mean these guys weren't defrauding people. That doesn't mean that they weren't. The indictment doesn't mean that they were. Let me make that clear. An indictment means they have a right to trial, but we're going to try you on it. We, we think we have enough evidence to try you on this. Okay? So we have this going on. Uh, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Again, uh, CBS had reported. Former White House advisor Steve Bannon was arrested Thursday on charges that he and three others ripped off donors to an online fundraising scheme, We Build the Wall. Again, this is the this is the mainstream media. I get that you you know you can't trust them on a lot of things. I get it, but they're just basically going by whatever the indictment is. Okay, I think that's trustworthy. The indictment's here, so you can read it. If you haven't read it, you can see that they're saying exactly what the indictment's saying. So it's not like they're fudging anything here. The charges were contained in an indictment and sealed in Manhattan federal court. Federal prosecutors alleged that Bannon and three others quote, orchestrated a scheme to defraud hundreds of thousands of donors in connection with an online crowdfunding campaign that raised more than $25 million to build a wall along the southern border of the United States. According to the indictment, Bannon promised that 100%, well, I don't know, I don't know why they have Bannon here. This is what Brian promised in the, um, <clears throat> this is what uh, Brian promised because I remember it clearly reading it on the site, and this was something I brought up uh, before they even became an LLC, before they announced that. I told Bradley, you can ask him. I said, they're going to make something else. This is not going to, and then once they do LLC, all bets are off. I think they meant Brian, but they wrote Ban and promised that 100% of the donated money would be used for the project. But the defendants collectively used hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'd say over a million, at least from what we're seeing, maybe closer to two million, I don't know what the other two guys got, in a manner inconsistent with the organization's public representations. The indictment said they faked invoices and sham vendor arrangements, among other ways, to hide what was really happening. Now, these guys may have an, uh, you know something to correct the record on. And by the way, if Steve Bannon or Brian Colfidge or any of these other two guys, if you want to come on the show, we'll let you have your say and say, no, this is what really went on. We're not guilty of this. Look, we'll give you your, your say. I might ask you some questions, but I'll treat you respectfully. Um, and you're welcome to come on the show. Just get in touch with me. Hit the contact button on sonslibertymedia.com, and you can send a message and say, hey, I want to be on Tim's show, and we'll bring you on, all right, to get your side of the story, okay? Bannon was arrested Thursday morning, according to a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office. Bannon's lawyer did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Bannon will make his initial court appearance in New York Later Thursday, which was yesterday, according to the U.S. Attorney General, or excuse me, U.S. Attorney's Office. And by the way, these guys are under the direction of who? Bill Barr. <laughs> this is what it means to be the Attorney General. These guys are under his direction. 
And Bill Barr is under the direction of who? President Donald Trump. Okay? The four men are indicted for allegedly taking all this money, da-da-da-da-da, same kind of stuff that we read over from the uh, AZ Central. And then there is this comment from acting Manhattan U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss, Uh, who gave a statement saying, as alleged, the defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of that money would be spent on construction. And that is what they said. I remember reading it very clearly. Okay? It depends, David. I'm being asked, what do I think about MLMs, multi-level marketing? It depends on what the product is. If it's a legitimate product from a legitimate company, I have no problem with it. They're paying the people to go out and sell their product just like they'd pay a billboard to put it up. I I don't have any problem with that. It's the overnight, it's the fly-by-night scams that I have a problem with with MLM, okay? Uh, But that's, I guess that's, there there isn't anything like that in here. That's not what this is about. Um, While repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfitz, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent the defendant secretly schemed to pay to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfidge, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. And that's true. That's just true. And I knew this before the indictment came out. Steve Bannon was paying Brian Colfidge. Okay? As soon as the We Build the, Fall, we build the Wall Fund grew over $2 million, I had told close friends that I, I put that in part of the article here uh, that, that I wrote because I knew that. I knew that it would be a fact. And then I give you some screenshots, some of those things I've, I've shared with you and these kinds of things here uh, as to what's going on. Now, me and my friend talked about this yesterday. Excuse me. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to have some tea here. Part of the issue is We're always suspect to timing. I was too, okay? You're coming up against election. These people are tied to Trump. This is his former advisor. Uh, This is a guy, uh, Brian, who's obviously uh, a triple amputee veteran. He has a lot of clout with people, you know, from things he's written, things he's done, the We Build the Wall thing. A lot of that stuff going on, okay? But I got to tell you, This is part of the problem that we have in America. People will rush to the side to defend with just, oh, the timing's off. Well, okay, yeah, I agree, the timing's off. But the timing's off about a lot of things on both sides of the political aisle. For instance, let me give you some of this. Do you guys remember back in July, Attorney General William Barr launched Operation Legend. Now, I don't know about this little boy, four years old. I mean, it's a really sad story. I don't know if they call him Legend or Legend I, I, because of the way the name's written. L, you know, capital L with a little E and then stop, capital G. A um, little four-year-old boy who was shot and killed in Kansas City, Missouri on June the 29th. It's a sad story. And it's because the foolishness of adults who don't know how to behave as adults and they act as criminals. Okay. According to William Barr, and this was a press release out of the Justice Department, he announced the launch of Operation Legend, a sustained systemic 
uh, excuse me, systematic and coordinated law enforcement initiative across all federal law enforcement agencies working in conjunction with state and local law enforcement officials to fight the sudden surge of violent crime beginning in Kansas City, Missouri. Operation Legend was created as a result of President Trump's promise to assist American cities that are plagued by recent violence. And he's talking about all the stuff that stimulated from, you know, the George Floyd thing. I'm just going to call it the thing, okay? And, it, of course, it gets its name from um, Legend or Legend uh, Talaferro, shot and killed while he slept early in the morning of June the 29th in Kansas City, uh, which was the latest shooting. See, it takes a kid. See, they always use the children. Not that, not that I'm diminishing this young man's death, this young boy's death, but they always use the children to pull on the heartstrings. Why wasn't there movement beforehand? And second of all, what is with this federal agencies doing all this stuff? Our Constitution doesn't know anything about that. It knows about the militia. Remember, folks, this is what I pushed. This is what I pushed since the first of the year. This is why we had Edwin Vieira on. This is why we had David Zuniga on. This is why I did special shows on this. You're the solution to all of this. Not the president, not federal agencies. You, the militia, the citizens. You want to put down this garbage that's happening in the streets that's attacking you? Is taking over your cities in Portland and Los Angeles and New York. You're the solution to it. Don't look to D.C. Don't look to your state governments. They're not going to help you. You're the solution to it. The militia, constitutionally, that's who you are. That's why you are armed. It is not just for your self-defense when you go out to the Walmart. It's not just to take care of your home. Those things are valid and part of that. But it's not just for that. It is to secure a free state under a militia too. Okay? That's a part of it too. And while we're individuals, I agree with that. There is a portion of where we're collective as a militia to put down insurrection, repel invasions, and to enforce the laws of the union under the direction of the president. Now, if the president understood that, if he knew what the Constitution actually said about it, he would have been promoting the militia from the beginning. And getting that in order if, as we're to believe from Q, they knew all this stuff. They have the playbook. They know the moves, the counter moves. They're, they know exactly what's coming. And they, well, if they know exactly what's coming, why aren't they stopping it? Hmm. Why aren't they stopping it? I'm just asking a question here. Why aren't they stopping it? Now, we had this story come out yesterday, too, with the Colfage Bannon thing. And this is on Operation Legend. Again, Bill Barr's up. More than 200 charged with federal crimes, 1,000 arrested. That's pretty impressive, right? I mean, it's pretty impressive. 1,000 people arrested. 200 federal charges laid against some of those who were arrested. (sighs) At least 217 people were, have been charged with a federal crime. More than 1,000 arrests have been made in major metropolitan cities since the Department of Justice launched Operation Legend in July, U.S. Attorney General William Barr announced on Wednesday. Nearly 400 firearms have been seized by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, which should be a convenience store, not a federal agency. But there they are. And, again... 
you can read this over on Fox News. Some of the things that um, that Barr said again, he's you know putting the kid up here as sort of the face of all this, uh, as to what they're doing. Also went on to say the government has allocated $78.5 million in grants to support additional police positions, hire more prosecutors, improve technology to solve firearms. Guys, <laughs> can I ask you a question? And the number, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. If you think this is a, a constitutional thing, $78.5 million that the federal government has offered in grants to support additional police positions and hire more prosecutors, improve technology to solve firearm crimes. Let me ask you a question. Where's that in the Constitution? Article, section, and clause. Don't give me, well, Trump is just doing this and he has to, don't give me the political side of things. I want to know what the law says. And the law gives no authority for the federal government to be dealing in local matters. It just doesn't give them any authority there. Especially to tie strings to local police departments. This was my concern over the militarization by the federal government to local police departments and sheriff's offices with MRAPs and armored vehicles and all kinds of other stuff they're bringing from wars. Okay, And they go, whoa. If they hadn't have done that, we'd have spent five hundred thousand. Well, why do you need one of those things anyway? We got one down here in, I think it's Greenville, Greenville of all places, South Carolina. Is there some kind of war going on that I'm unaware of? Well, Tim, you don't know. We have these drug dealers. Yeah, most of those guys are high. They may be carrying a handgun or something. Are your guys not trained well enough to deal with those people? I mean, well, we want our guys to go home safe. Well, again, it's putting one people over another without having proven anybody's guilty of anything. And I'm not trying to defend drug dealers here. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just simply saying, I thought America was the place where you were presumed innocent until proven guilty. I'm even saying this about Colfidge and and Bannon. I'm not saying they're guilty. I'm saying I've seen things before that this doesn't surprise me. That's why it doesn't surprise me. I've just seen certain things said and certain actions taken that it doesn't surprise me of what they're being charged of. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Again, an indictment is not a charge of guilt. It's saying, we're going to arrest you and you're going to court. Okay? We find enough evidence that this is going on. You know, I got a ton of stuff here. You know, in the midst of this... Let me make this other point first (laughs) before I get there. Where's the promised prosecution of Hillary Clinton? I know you guys are getting tired of hearing it, okay? How can we have a thousand arrests, 200 federal charges like that, less than a month from the DOJ? Boom, just like that. People right off the street. 1,000 people arrested, 200 charges, and yet we have people who have been in public office for decades committing all kinds of crimes like Hillary Clinton, like Eric Holder, like Barack Obama, like Loretta Lynch, and company. And they walk the streets free. And you know what you read in the conservative headlines? BLM funded by, or or Antifa pushed by George Soros, which is 
being orchestrated by Barack Obama. That's what you read in in conservative headlines, right? So it isn't like we don't know these people fly together and they're working hand in glove with one another and with the communists on the streets who think they're anti-fascist. Do you see the picture that I'm showing you? Why isn't there any justice brought there? Well, Tim, you don't understand. He's being attacked by the Democrats. He's being attacked by the media. His job is to be the president. He has people taking care of those attacks. That's why he had Rudy Giuliani up there being an attorney for him. The attorney goes between the client and those who are trying to prosecute him. That was being handled there. But he could go take numerous golf outings, costing you millions of dollars, despite the fact that he was giving $400,000 away to various people. And his resorts were making money off the Secret Service going in there. And from what we saw, at least with some of the receipts, they wouldn't even give us all the receipts. We put that out. With the receipts, they were even charging more than they normally charge when the Secret Service stayed there. There's time for that. But Tim, he doesn't have time because he's being attacked. Don't see any prosecution. Now, to be fair, and again, I'm bringing up all of this stuff because I do want to be fair. Again, people ask me, why do you hate Trump? Why do you hate cops? I don't hate them. The standard's the law. It's not Trump. It's not me. It's not police officers. It's the law. Here we have, uh, this came from just a couple of days ago. uh, What was it? Last weekend, I think, that it actually came out. FBI Mueller lawyer, guilty plea. FBI without a withheld Carter Page's CIA work from FISA court and lied about it. Now, what I'm understanding is this particular attorney is one who is sort of key to all of this. Uh, he's supposed to have the goods on everybody. You know, we always hear that, though. So this guy's come out. He's made a plea deal. And people are expecting him to blow the whistle on everybody. <clears throat> This comes out of the Federalist. The FBI was told Carter Page was a U.S. intelligence agency um, source months before the agency began keeping that information from the secret court that authorized spying on him in nearly a full year before the agency altered documents to claim otherwise. And you can check this out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. This is on here. All this stuff will be in the archives, plus the stuff that I'm not going to get into. It's going to be, I don't know, Tim's stack of stuff like Russia's thing, whatever. Um, so that's there, okay? So we have this going on. Okay, great. Bravo. That's a good thing. I'm not, You know, if this guy was doing what he's doing, it's a good thing he got indicted. Or excuse me, it's a good thing that he made a plea deal. Although, I have to say, it sounds to me that if he's doing what he's doing, it shouldn't be a plea deal. It should be a treason deal. You're working against the a candidate running for president. You're trying to undermine the very system that's in place to elect a president. That sounds treasonous to me, folks. You know what treason gets you? Doesn't get you a plea deal. Doesn't get you a place at Club Med, you know, in the prison facility. It gets you a dirt nap. You get six feet under. You get a long drop from a short rope. That's what you get. But we've, we've lost that concept of bringing justice and we manipulate justice to whatever makes us feel good. And you know who's to blame? You and me for letting it continue to go on instead of holding people accountable. 
You and me are responsible for that. We're the ones responsible. Now, it's more than this. In the midst of all of this, the indictments, the arrests, these other things that are going on, I want you to pay attention. There's a couple of things I want to end with. These are other things that are happening while this is going on. And I told Bradley yesterday, and you can watch it and see it. This thing with Bannon and Colfage, that's going to run all the way through the weekend. That's going to be the top news. Watch it. It'll be the top news. And it may even run into next week and the week after and all this other stuff, okay? Because they're close to the they've been close to the president. Watch what they do that's not in the headlines. Okay? Just telling you, over the next week, week and a half, I'm going to say next week at least, watch what's not in the headlines. Look for stuff outside of Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, or whatever. I agree, Timothy. It is. It's all based on that. And um, I'm hoping that we're going to have a show with somebody who knows very intimately who, I'm not going to mention the name right now, but Timothy's mentioned it on Facebook. You guys can go there and look, and uh, when that's when that time's available, we'll come out with that, okay? Um, I think there's some mental health issues going on there, too, by the way, and I'm hoping that we're going to bring some of that out. Anyway, that's something for later. Here's something else that's going on, and this is going to deviate a little bit from where this is, but I'm going to draw it right back into where we're at in this time in U.S. history, okay? Remember Richard Grinnell, the open sodomite? who wants to twist the term marriage into where he can marry a man, right? Claims that he has a husband. He doesn't. He just got another sodomite with him. And by the way, you know, it just drives me crazy when people say that sodomites engage in sex. They don't. They engage in sodomy. Since when is a particular anatomy of your body a sex organ? I'm just going to ask you that. When is that? You're not engaging in sex. You're engaging in sodomy, a crime for which the Bible says was a death penalty, a crime for which the states, before we became the United States, had laws, all of them, most of them demanding the death penalty, citing Leviticus 22. If not, it was 21 years of hard labor. I mean, they took it very seriously. This is a crime. This is not something to be applauded or normalized. Richard Grinnell, guess what? He's joining the RNC as senior advisor and is going to be pushing this LGBTQ agenda crap. Do you hear that, people who support the Republican Party? I want to ask you something. And no, the default is not, well, you must support the Democrat Party. No, it's not. I don't support either one of them. I want to ask you a question, Christians, those of you who claim that you're Christian, who are part of the RNC. What's it going to take for you to stop supporting this stuff? Out of the RNC, the log cabin Republicans. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, some of the images of some of the log cabin Republicans, we've got these on SonsLibertyMedia.com. Richard Grinnell has, has tweeted this out from Adam, Adam Paul Lexalt, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I don't mean to, to offend him by my mispronunciation. But these pictures, some of the people and some of the people who are part of this 
rival some of the pictures that you'll see out of Democrats who engage in this kind of stuff. Okay? Look at this. All you guys that are offended that the queers are taken and having taking the rainbow that God made as a promise that he wouldn't destroy the world with, with water and you know making flags out of it and stuff like that. Here's Richard Grinnell, the guy that Donald Trump says he hopes is back in his administration again. Okay? The guy who says he has a husband. The guy who pushed Donald Trump and Trump went along with it to decriminalize sodomy globally, which is none of Don- Donald Trump's business. And uh, it's, the, it's the very opposite of what God says. And he's got an agenda. Many have said that Trump has done the most for Christians in this country ever, which is blatantly false. I'll tell you as a Christian. He is simply the controlled opposition for those who would normally be opposed to this kind of perversion. But because the political jersey being worn is GOP or Republican, supporters attempt to justify the unjustifiable or make it a light thing and this, that, and the other. Now, these are things that I wrote yesterday. Okay? Okay. Our forefathers would have dealt with this criminal activity severely according to the law of God, which was part of, the, of their own laws in the states. And I've done, here's the link that I have. You want, to, you want to see the documentation? Go read that. That's the documentation of your founding fathers and those before them, William Blackstone, uh, the Bible, and others. Okay? Sodomy is the reason that God utterly destroyed two cities called Sodom and Gomorrah. The biggest threat America has at this point of normalizing such criminal behavior is not Islam, it's not communism, it's not socialism, fascism, or Marxism. The biggest threat America faces is the creator we once appealed to in the Declaration of Independence as the giver of our rights, and that God never approved of sodomy, ever. He condemned it as an abomination, and the punishment for such a crime was death. By the way, for those of you who say, well, that's Old Testament, Tim. The New Testament condemns it too. Romans eight, Romans one eighteen to twenty seven, and First Timothy one eight through eleven. And yet, in the New Testament church, there were those who repented of such behavior. They're found in First Corinthians six nine through eleven, and they received forgiveness. They were washed. They were cleansed. They were in that that style, but the gospel called them out of it, and they came out of it. They stopped engaging in it. They didn't attempt to justify it. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. And among those, uh, we find the effeminate. Okay? That's those who abuse themselves. We read that in Timothy. Those who abuse themselves with mankind, that's homosexuals. That is sodomites. That's what that is. That's a reference back to Leviticus. You can look up the Greek in that. That's what it means. Guys, I'm going to hang on just a little bit. I want to hang on just a little bit. And uh, wish you guys a great weekend, great Lord's Day. And if you would, join us tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. with Kate Shimrani. I'm going to see you on the other side of this because I didn't even realize my time was running out. Hang on. Okay, all right, we're back. I just wanted to cover two more two more things real quickly, and then I'll finish out, okay? Because basically I was done with the thing of we're doing all these other things. Why don't you just let God judge rather than trying to usurp that role? Well, Michelle, I'm not trying to usurp that role. Uh, apparently, you didn't read what Jesus said about judging with righteous judgment, did you? you? Are you one of those people who say, don't judge lest you be judged? Okay, well, then follow the rest of Jesus' words and as to why he said what he said. Okay, that's the first thing. Then follow on where he says you judge with righteous judgment. And what is the righteous judgment, Michelle? Well, no, you're, in, you're intent on judging me. That's what you're intent on doing. And you have, you're, you're saying I, you can judge me, 
Because of what? Well, why can you judge me, Michelle? You're welcome. Well, you can't call in now, but <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome to call in any of the time. You're obviously judging me thinking I'm judging somebody else. Okay. That's obviously what's going on. So why are you judging me? Shouldn't you leave that to God? Why don't you just be quiet if that's the case? But no, the hypocrisy abounds and we're to judge with righteous judgment. So what am I appealing to, Michelle? I'm appealing to the law. I'll bet you have no problem saying if somebody you know, was caught on video murdering a little baby, you'd have no problem saying, that person's guilty. They, need, they deserve justice. Now, why would you do that? I thought you were to let God judge. Hmm? Someone's caught on video stealing from somebody else. Well, that person ought to be in jail. Well, why do you say that? I thought we were supposed to let ju God judge. Huh? Well, you're doing something wrong over here. Well, why are you saying that? I thought we were to let God judge. You see the hypocrisy that we're in here? What is that about? And no, I don't hate you. I'm just simply pointing out, a, I'm making a point that you're not even holding the standard you're putting on other people. So, uh, Michelle, um, again, I appealed to the Bible. That's all I did. Do you have a problem with what I did? Michelle is saying I'm the arbiter of what his Christian is. No, the Bible is. The Bible does. If you're a person that says you're a Christian, you don't have a clue as to what the Bible's. Yeah, you get to decide how to love one another should be interpreted. Uh, Michelle, let me ask you something. Do you have kids? I'm just going to address this because this is a good thing. Uh, Michelle, the Bible decided that. Who did I quote? I didn't say me. If I come up with it, I'd be doing what everybody else is doing. Michelle, uh, do you have kids? I'll wait and let Michelle answer if she, can, if she can do that. If you have kids, then you correct your kids, right? On the basis of what, Michelle? Your own mindset? Whatever you think is right or wrong? Or is it a standard outside of you? If you correct those kids, do you love those kids? Yes. Yes, you do. Because you don't want them to grow up to be a bunch of animals like we see in the streets today. So, Michelle, who's ridiculous here? You make judgments every day, dear lady. Okay, you have children, then you correct them. And if you correct them, you're doing that based off a standard of good and evil. What, or what's right and what's wrong. If you don't, you don't love your kids at all. You just don't. The Bible says so. I don't say that. The Bible says that. You don't love them. So you have to make a judgment as to what they're doing. You judge your kids every day. Uh, Michelle, that's not the part. I'm not seeking the role of discipline. You've got it all wrong. Mine is to point out the, the, where it's not meeting the standard. That's different than actually exercising that. That belongs to those who are in authority, Romans 13. They're the ministers of God. They're the ones who do bring the discipline, the justice, the punishment. And when they don't do that, you're dang straight. I'm going to call it out because our Constitution says we the people are the government and we have voted them in to do what? Um, Michelle, again, I'm not deciding that either. I'm not deciding that. The law decided that. I pointed to the law. Apparently you missed that part. I guess you have a problem with God deciding that it's not an issue of sexual orientation. It's an issue of what they do. They can have these things in their heart. I'm not to judge. I can't judge that. I can't determine that. But when they go and do it, when they create the action, yes, they're to be dealt with uh, in a certain way. So I'm sorry that you don't see it that way. That doesn't make me the arbiter of truth. doesn't make me the arbiter of who is a Christian or whatever. 
You have no right to decide what religion other people should pursue. I didn't say they should pursue a religion, Michelle. Where did you get that from? Why are you bringing up stupid stuff? Yes, there is. There's a law against, no, there's not a law against uh, being homosexual and thinking that. There's no, at least not that men can deal with. There is one that God will deal with. That's called Romans 1, 18 through 28, Michelle. In case you haven't read it, you should read that. Okay, but when, yeah, I know you don't, but that's that's the problem because you don't care what God said. You don't care what your father, your founding fathers said, because that was in the the um, that was in the state statutes as well. Um, yeah, it is. And they did decide it. And it is part of law. It's still a part of law here in South Carolina. Michelle, I'm sorry that you're ignorant. OK, but the fact of the matter, and I don't mean that demeaning that you just don't know. You're just making up stupid stuff. OK. Now, I'm going to try to go on here. If Michelle wants to continue on, I'll let you guys in the chat room have at her. Be kind to her, okay? Be kind to her. Because, again, we want. I'm not attempting to impose my interpretation over anything, Michelle. Laws change. Okay, Michelle, when the law changes to, to rape you by any man that wants to, uh, when they want to take your children and have sex with them, don't complain about it because you believe laws just change. Not the moral law of God, it doesn't. The moral law of God never changed. It's always been the standard. God does not change. Jesus does not change. The Bible tells us he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You and I might change, but the law doesn't change. And if it does change, uh, the law is that law is redundant because it's not in accordance. Well, you know what, Michelle? A Supreme Court decision applies to one court case. It doesn't apply to everybody just because some judge ruled it. Go back and read your founding fathers. They knew that. They wrote it. Again, your ignorance is, the more you talk, the more foolish you look here. Founding fathers thought the judicial branch was the least of them. They don't write law. They don't make law. In fact, they're condemned for legislating from the bench when the law is clear. I I guess I got on this because of Richard Grinnell. Must have ticked some LGBTQ little button inside there. Triggered Michelle here. Michelle, when you can show me from Scripture, when you can show me from the Constitution, yeah, that's what you say now. But then people didn't say about Hitler that they would take people's land either, did they? They they didn't say that if you were found with a trunge and a knife, a gun, that you get shot on the spot, you don't get due process. They didn't say that that was going to happen either, did they, Michelle? Oh, it's an imposition on another person. It is not consensual. So, Michelle, let me ask a question here. If somebody, if you were to put out an ad, you were a cannibal, and you put out an ad to somebody, and you said, hey, I want people of a certain age, maybe of a certain gender or whatever, who are interested in this experience with me. And what I want to do is I'm going to dope you up. You're going to sign consent forms. We're going to get video consent here. And uh, you're going to allow me to kill you and then eat you. Would you think that's okay too, Michelle? I mean, it's consensual, right? And Michelle, by the way, if they were doing in their houses, nobody would know the difference. I wouldn't know about it. But they're taking it on the streets. They're putting it in the schools and everything else. So I'm just asking you a question here. Are you okay with consensual cannibalism, Michelle? Be consistent. Be consistent. And if you say that's a ridiculous thing, I can show you the the story out of Germany where that happened. Not once, but twice with the same people. Guy puts out an uh, an ad for that. Sixty people respond. Or sixty people. He chose two people, killed them, and ate them. 
on video, fed them part of their selves before they died. Be consistent with your consensual nonsense. And by the way, sodomy is not a victimless crime. It was found to be illegal. Why? It wasn't found to be illegal for murder because it was consensual. And that's what you're missing. In Germany, they had to go find cannibal laws, which is biblical too, in order to, 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 to find the guy guilty. They couldn't do it over murder because it wasn't murder in their eyes. Hello? You see what I'm saying? I agree they're mentally ill, but this consensual, Michelle, it, that's your argument. I think sodomites are mentally ill. The Bible tells us in Romans 1, uh, 18 to, to 28, that God turns them over to a reprobate mind. Mentally ill. They used to be considered mentally ill. So your definition means squat. You just don't know what you're talking about. And you can go ahead and and, and do... I'm going to finish this up because I know some people are probably tired of me talking about this uh, because this wasn't really the subject. I'm just bringing up that Grinnell is in there. He's going to be pushing the LGBTQ uh, agenda through the RNC. Now, guys, I'm telling you right now, listen to me very carefully. In your country today, they're already pushing, now that they've, they've uh, uh, it's not about my fascination, Michelle, it's about a violation of law. If they were, look, I don't go around telling everybody what happens with me and my wife, do I? Nope, I don't. I don't care what goes on with other people and their wife. It's called intimacy. It's something that's protected. But when these yahoos go out in the street, and they start doing what they're doing out in the street. And when they push it on the kids of America, Michelle, they're not, what they're doing is consensual. It is tyrannical. Do you, I'm not talking about other, we're talking about creators here, uh, the creator, Michelle, the lawgiver, the one who gives rights. Boy, I, you have a, such a warped sense. Oh, you're a closet homosexual? Okay, well then maybe that's why you're fighting so hard. The Bible tells us to tells you to repent, whether you are or not. Um, no, actually, I don't, because again, like I asked, furthermore, when does the anus become a sex organ, Michelle? It's part of another system in your body. Okay. And do you kiss your mama with that mouth? Seriously, you really need to repent. Uh, well, then maybe you haven't seen the um, drag queen story hours. That is pushing the very thing. Yeah, I know he's not, Michelle. That's why I'm calling you to repentance. This is why Jesus came to die for sinners just like you. Just like me. My sin's different than yours. Nevertheless, it's still a violation of God's law. And God commands you to repent just like he does me. Just like he does everybody in the chat room. Nobody gets off of this. <laughs> I'm not fascinated by them. I'm disgusted by them. But it's a nice try, Michelle. You have no evidence of what you're saying. I can point you to the evidence of all the things I've said, which demonstrates you're really mentally ill when it comes to this issue and the fact that you cannot logically hold up what you're saying. All right, so here's what's going on. What do we got here? And I don't know why I have uh, callers coming. Okay, so uh, off the subject here. I'm going to let Michelle, you guys handle Michelle. Uh, She's just gone off the rails. Uh, there's, there's no help there unless she repents. Okay. Um, here's what I want to ask the people who support the Republican party who continue to support it. Okay. What's it going to take to get you to stop idolizing your political party? Bestiality? Cause it's coming. 
It is coming. Okay? No, I'm not enthralled. I didn't even make the show about that. I brought it up as about other things. Michelle is just apparently wasn't paying attention to the whole show. Um, I wonder if Michelle might be Michael. I wonder if that might be what's going on. I'm not sure about that. I mean, you never know with some of what's going on, the mentally ill. Um, pedophilia, will that get you out of the RNC? Maybe Michelle's a drag queen. I don't know. Because it's coming. What will it take for you to repent of your political idolatry and only support those who will actually honor God according to his law? The RNC, like the DNC, is thumbing its collective nose at the creator our forefathers worship and by whose name they establish the sovereign states we live in, even the state that Michelle lives in. And, uh, you know, this is, this is the amazing thing. This is the amazing thing. Yeah, Michelle, you're so deceived. It is not about that at all. It is about grooming your kids because sodomites, lesbians, transgenders, all, they, don't, they don't recreate. So they got to bring them in somehow. I mean, they got to they got to they got to get the kids somehow. I bet M- Michelle is just fine with uh, Nambla. Man, boy, love association. Sex before eight is too late, Michelle. That's what they say. These are a bunch of sodomites and pedophiles. But I bet you support them, don't you? Huh? Because it's just about putting thing one in thing two, right? That's what it's about for you. At least that's what you're saying. All right, finally, a couple more things here, and then I'm going to close out. This goes right back to the fact that we're continually being inundated with tyranny. We can arrest all these people off the street, lickety-split, but those who have been committing crimes against us in the People's White House and the State Department and the DOJ and the Congress, we just can't seem to get those people arrested and bring justice to them. Now, why is that? You know, Donald Trump spoke the other day, and somebody was bringing this stuff up, you know, about people in his administration, Roger Stone, other people, and this, that, and the other, um, you know, and, and then Trump gives pardons to people who are clearly guilty, have been convicted of crimes. And he goes, well, what about Hillary? What about Obama? What about Ilhan Omar? Well, Mr. President, that isn't, if you want to shut them up, start prosecuting them. Don't just say they're guilty. Don't just say they're treasonous. You've got the documentation. And if people say, well, it's people undermining him. Jeff Sessions wouldn't do this, that, and the other. It's Bill Barr. He won't do this, that, and the other. Well, folks, who put those people in office? Who appointed them? Donald Trump. Just like he's appointed other Bilderberg people, Council on Foreign Relations people, Swamp people, his corporate buddies. This is what I'm talking about. There used to be a time the president stood and they said, the buck stops here. Not anymore. It's everybody else's fault. Somebody else's fault. It's, it's, it's somebody else's part. Somebody else's fault. Again, I want to ask, in the midst of Bannon, Colfidge, and company being indicted and arrested, and these thousands of arrests, 200 federal charges, where's justice that we were promised as a people? Where's that at? 
These people are like Michelle. They don't care about the law. They talk about the law, but they don't care about it. Donald Trump says, hmm, sodomite marriage, that's just fine because the Supreme Court said, made it, made it law. It's law. No, it's not. Read your Constitution. That's the law. It says the Supreme Court can't make law. It says the President can't make law. Congress is given legislative authority and that very limited, very limited scope of authority that Congress has. Same thing with health care. Same thing with stimulus packages of just taking money from all of us who were struggling to make it because of their stupid, unlawful lockdowns, mask wearing, non-essential, essential claims. The people are too much of a bunch of sheep, wimpy, scared, cowardly people that they won't stand up for themselves or the people around them. And they just let it happen. Not just here, but around the world. But I'm really surprised that Americans did that. Michelle continues on with all kinds of examples of people who've abandoned the faith, who don't uphold the law. <laughs> no, they don't have a different Bible. They just choose to ignore it or they don't know it, much like our president. They don't know the Bible. They hold it up. It's a prop. They have no idea what it says. So therefore, they're not going to obey it because they don't know what it says. Heck, they can't even, they can't even obey the Constitution. It's not even the Bible. I don't have hateful oppression, Michelle. Seems like you have a lot of hate in you, though. Whew. Got a lot of hate that's coming out. All you can do is attack without any sense of knowledge about me at all. Uh, again, Michelle, I never said that. Never said that at all. But nice try. Why don't you try dealing with what I gave you from the Bible? huh? Why don't you try dealing with that first? When you can deal with that, then you can come in here and we can have a conversation. But casting mud at me does nothing for your position. It really doesn't. Maybe it makes you feel better because you're worked up um, for whatever reason, and that's fine that you're worked up, but seriously, you, you really need to repent. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that as a down. I'm saying you really need to repent. Um, uh, no, I, I know. I know, Michelle. So when a guy, when, when there's pedophilia going on, and that little boy wants to make out with, when he's been groomed to make out with a man, when that's what he's been groomed for, as long as it's in private, that's, that should be just fine with you because both of them are consenting. I mean, according to you, that would be a, a consensual thing. See, again, Michelle, if sodomites were doing what they were doing in behind closed doors and not bringing it out in the open, nobody would be the wiser. And the law would not apply here. I couldn't go in there and break down their door and do these things. Nor could the government. They just couldn't do it. They'd be doing it among themselves. It would be kept to themselves. It's not to say it's not right or that it's, that it's not wrong. But again, you don't have any Christianity, Michelle. You have human humanism. That's what you're promoting here. Um, but when they come out and they do it in the streets, when they have clubs that they go to out in the public that they're doing it in, when they take that kind of perversion and they put it in the minds of children in the schools, which we have seen, if you if you're saying they're not doing that, you're just you have your head in the sand. That's when the problem. That's when it has. See, and Michelle, again, boy, your mom didn't discipline you at all, did she? I mean, you got a nasty mouth. You really do. 
Legal consent is not lawful consent. Try again, Michelle. Uh, okay, so I'm going to close out the show. Michelle is just going to go on a rant, and uh, i got to get out of here and do some things. But, uh, Michelle, I'd be happy to talk to you anytime, and uh, the phone line is open for you. Oh, well, I didn't say abuse a child. Did you not catch my words? I said they groomed them so the child wants it, so it's consensual according to you. But the child doesn't know any better. See, on my position, Jesus said it's better if you're going to cause a little one to stumble that you take a millstone, you tie it around your neck and cast yourself into the sea. See, that's my position, which is the biblical position. But you're trying to borrow from the Christian worldview to uphold something you don't like when somebody else says, well, this is just the way I'm born. See, Michelle, see how that works? See, if you don't have the standard outside of you, it, yeah, but Michelle, if you don't have the standard outside of you, then you fall into the trap of humanism. And this is really, this is what we're seeing in our government today. They're determining whatever they want to be right or wrong, whether it's red flag laws where you've committed no crime and they're going to come get you for that, or whether it's asset forfeiture, which they're not supposed to be doing according to the Constitution, Fifth Amendment. They're going to do it because they're determining that's what's right and wrong. Okay? They're determining that. And then you get into the issue that they're going to determine what the justice is. It's not a biblical justice. It's not a justice like our forefathers knew. They're going to do a justice that's part of socialism. And they're going to put you in a pen for whatever they call as a crime for you. Like I said, if they go and, um, and get this other, who's a, who's a Trump supporter? What? I don't know what Tory's talking about. I guess something's going on there is a little weird too. I'm not paying any attention. But uh, happy to have you guys in here. Happy to have you comment because you help us spread our message. The algorithms grow. That's why I'm happy to have the interaction. Uh, not just for the algorithms growing, but I hope that... Here's the thing. There's one thing I learned a long time ago. Ron Paul said, people can never unhear what you tell them. Okay? Uh, again, Michelle... They can only create laws according to the law that we bound them by in the Constitution. Are you that ignorant of your Constitution? They can't just write a law about anything. Well, Michelle, again, I never claimed they did anyway. That's why I called you to repent, dear. <laughs> Apparently, you don't get that. Uh, but anyway, you guys have a great day, great weekend. We'll see you tomorrow morning at um, 8 a.m. with Kate Shimarani. Don't know what we're going to talk about just yet. I'll have this archive up later. Sorry we went into the thing with Michelle, but I think it's important uh, that we address the things that she's saying there. Uh, Michelle, I do. I, you know, I'm going to go and, uh, and pray for you because, look, I, I was in a similar place as you, uh, thinking certain things are right and certain, certain things are wrong, and, um, and I still have a long way to go. I'm not claiming that I'm perfect in any of that, but uh, you know, God gave me repentance. My hope is he'll give the same thing to you and that uh, we'll see him do a great work in your life as well. All right. Despite the name calling, which is uh, ad hom, it's it's a logical fallacy, Michelle. I, you you really do need to learn some things before you engage uh, the chat room. Uh, it's really bad. Anyway, you guys take care. We'll see you at 8 a.m. Eastern time, right here on Red State Talk Radio and the various video outlets that we're on. Till then, see ya.